Hey, well, let's go to our next very special guest back up in Sydney. Uh, you know, this guy absolutely tore it apart in the 2005 semi-final when these two teams on Friday night played, and we're going to hear that story. And that is no, former Swan Nick Davis. G'day, Nick. Good evening, guys. How you doing? Fantastic. Right. Thank you for joining us, mate. Um, you're also, uh, like Brett Kirk, ready for training? Yeah, yeah. We are all, um, I'm just at the front at the moment. We've got an under-16s academy game going on at the moment with our Swans Academy, and then once that's over, yeah, I'll be inside for, uh, for training and uh, doing some goal-kicking with Bud. I've just got to get him to kick Ooh. four straight, and we'll be sweet. Just, so. just four. You, you're going to run out if he kicks four? Oh, I think everyone should. Uh, I remember <laughs> I was actually playing in the, for Collingwood in the game where Tony Locker broke the record up here at the SCG all those years ago and everyone ran out on the field. I think uh, I think tradition is something that can sort of be lost a little bit in sports. So, uh, no, I'll be pretty keen for everyone to, uh, to jump the fence and get on the field. <laughs> So awesome. it's it's was here, mate. After that, it's it's on you then this weekend. If you're, uh, <laughs> is that what we're hearing? Oh no, I reckon he'll get it. He'll get enough shots. I think the big fella. But it's been something that was sort of crept up on everyone the back end of last year, and then um, it's front of mind for look everyone sort of outside. And you'll hear the cliche: everyone outside the four walls is talking about it. Look, the boys just uh, will be looking for another win, and if he can snag four goals, and I think if he can get it over something, he'll be happy. Well, what's what's his what's he like this week? Like, is he? I'm sure he's keen as to get it finished with. Uh, yeah, I think so. But look, if he's kicked if he's kicked 996, he's pretty. Uh, he knows what he's doing, the big fella. So, uh, look, yeah, you know, he's, he's pretty calm and, and clay. I think he's just happy to be back out on the field. Sort of the last 18 months have been quite sort of stop start for him, but he looked pretty fresh on the weekend. Even though he only kicked one goal, uh, he contributed well. So. Uh, he'll be ready for a big one. He's already he's talking contract extensions. Yeah, he? no. Give him another three or four years, yeah, I reckon, Nick. It's not it's not bad when you sign a ten year <laughs> ten year deal and you're looking to extend on the end of that. You must be doing something right. <laughs> now, Nick, before uh, we get to one of the greatest quarters of all time, you growing up and uh, and sort of before football and after football had opportunities in uh, other sports. Can you tell us sort of a little bit about that and? Even to the point where you were playing some rugby nines. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I obviously grew up um, born in Melbourne when Dad was playing for Collingwood and then we moved up here uh, mid-80s. Uh, I was sort of four or five when uh, the Swans were up here and Dad moved up to do some work with the Swans. And I grew up in, a, in a, obviously, a, a big rugby league city in, in Sydney and played rugby league at, at school because there was just no AFL competition really around. And... Uh, I didn't play my first game of AFL until I was 13, but yeah, so I played rugby league um, at school and sort of knew what, enough about what I was doing. Then obviously had my career, um, spent some time in the state uh, over at San Diego Chargers in the NFL doing some punting there, uh, and then come back and now yeah, I was happily coaching away and do the uh, do the kicking and catching stuff at the at the Sydney Roosters and yeah, ended up there opening uh, opening my mouth once too many times and uh, <laughs> ended up playing in the the uh, was it the AFLX version of the rugby league uh, the rugby league nines there so um, ended up winning a game there for the Roosters just after they won the premiership so it was something that um, uh, look I probably grew up wanting to play either league or AFL but AFL was it was always the one the road I'd go down but to be able to play a game of uh, two games actually for the for the Roosters in the nines was good fun, and I and I and I made it out alive. <laughs> well Very done. well done. That's a great achievement in itself. It's it's obviously your, your leg and your kicking is is your is your skill and skill point. Um, what what's your 
advice to those that... What's your advice to say, buddy, when he's in the doldrums or, or a young bloke coming through in, in kicking and kicking for goal? Yeah, look, it, it is. There are some, you know, there are some technique things that... Um, fundamentals that are there for everyone in each kick, but it's important when, you, when you're teaching kicky to understand that Lance Franklin kicks the ball different to Callum Mills or Isaac Kenny. They're just different body shapes and, and they kick the ball differently. So knowing sort of the feelings that, that you need to... Um, you need to get I, a fair. A lot of my teaching, I also get. I don't mind playing golf either, so I, I, it's very similar. Um, sort of some teaching theories and, and mechanisms uh, of a golf swing and, and how to make it repetitive with a goal kick. So uh, a little bit of that as well. And you've had nothing to do at all with Ben Brown. Uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> someone in the someone, one of the West Indian fast bowlers might have thought him how to, uh, <laughs> how to uh, run up. Fantastic. Right, let's get to it, Nick. Um, Sydney versus Geelong, 2005 semi final. I'm watching. What was uh, Ruzi's message at three quarter time? Do you remember? Yeah, I can press play on this story. Um, Let's go. It's been one. It's been one that's been told many, many times, and it always ends with a with a good ending. But um, look, that Swan side and our Swan side of 2005 were sort of, you know, well known as a sort of a gritty team that just sort of ground out wins, and we we played contested footy. And then that night, um, look, Geelong were, were really good, and uh, we were unable to sort of you know break away. And you know, three quarter time, we were down and. I do remember Ruzi at three-quarter time, you know, talking to the rucks and, and the half-boards whose job was basically to sort of corral the stoppage and, and protect the inside guys, um, was that the, the ball, that for Jason Ball and Darren Jolly to start hitting the ball uh, on the outside of stoppages where um, where I was going to be. So um, I sort of uh, had a bit of uh, an idea in that last quarter that the ball would be coming out my way a little bit more. Right, and, 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 <laughs> <laughs> keep going. And four, and four times I got in the right spot. <laughs> oh, you can't just the right way. But no, look, a lot of them were like these are things that this that Swans group have been together for two or three years, and we were pretty well drilled. And um, the the small forward crew of myself, Adam Schneider, Eamon Buchanan, and Ryan O'Keefe, we worked you know really well together. And it was it was pretty good because all those three were left footers and I was the only real right I was the only right footer in that crew so um, I got sort of one whole side to myself of the stoppage and um, yeah four um, a couple of three stoppages in a row and then a, and then a mark inside fifty were uh, able to you know get the fawns at that stage you know just through to another week but the atmosphere at the SCG that night it looked uh, was unbelievable and, and to this day I still have people coming up to me that was uh, were either at the ground or remember where they were you know around in Australia or anywhere around the world watching it whether they're sort of Swan fans I, I, I get a lot of cat fans as well coming up to me <laughs> um, letting me know where they were and yeah, you know and they even sort of thanking me going oh look you might have spurred our team on to win all those flags that they won but um, uh, it was definitely a, a, a great experience a life-changing experience for me and yeah I'm just lucky that yeah, that last one that uh, I ended up bobbling uh, went through. Yeah, what was that plan like? I can imagine, like as you mentioned, Schneider and um, and Buchanan and all that were around the football. Who was it? Your decision to go and get that ball, or like, yeah. I, mean, I could imagine they like, all all three yeah, of you could have wanted yeah, it. it. Was, yeah, it was all three. It was sort of like Ryan O'Keefe was in a different spot there, but um, Adam and myself were in the right spot, and it was if you look at it, it was his lane, and if you. If anyone else to look at the grand final where Eamon Buchanan yes. kicks the goal that puts us in front, it's the same play and I'm behind him this time. He obviously knew where it was going and wanted to be the, 
the man of that game, so um, I'm happy, all happy for that. But yeah, we got sort of to do our spots and um, sort of a you know a nod and a wink to Snides, and he was like, "No, nah, you've got to go. This is you're you're on fire here." So um, I went around him, got a block, and uh, you know with 36 players inside a defensive 50, I thought there could have been you know, a little bit more contact, and probably that's where the bubble came from. That. Um, I got through that lane um, untouched and, yeah, we were able to chuck the left foot out and, uh, yeah, and kick a goal. And then, yeah, two weeks later, Amon does the same thing where uh, three of the West Coast blokes um, get onto me and, and he gets through there and, and kicks a goal that wins us the grand final. So in the, in the whole thing, looking to be able to go on and, and win the you know, first premiership in 72 years and the first for the Swans, it does add a little bit more to uh, to that um, semi-final night. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Can, can I just flip it for a moment? And after sort of at the end of that game, <laughs> the Geelong boys at, in that area, in that era, I would dare say were uh, pretty tough. And was there any lip? Was there any sort of, oh, how'd you do that? Or any words from the Geelong uh, boys that you can remember? No, nah, not on the night. They were pretty, I think they were pretty shattered. Um, Moons is in tears, and um, I think it was Brenton Sanderson. I think it was his last game, so um, I think they were all pretty shattered. And that great Geelong side, look, that they were they were sort of you know early twenties, um, and they went on to do amazing things. But um, it is funny now that our CEO is um, Tom Harley, and our head of football is Charlie Gardner, who were out on the field that night. <laughs> <laughs> and every time this game comes up, they know what's um, what's going to happen sort of during that week. So. Hopefully for their sake, if they can kick the thousand this week, it might um, that might take the shine off the uh, the Nick Davis first along thing uh, that happened all those years ago. I don't think so. <laughs> and, I, and I hope for your sake it doesn't. Nah. <laughs> nah, Bud's, Bud's done enough. He's got enough. Absolutely. It just, you must be sort of, I mean, you must enjoy talking about it still. And But, I mean, do you enjoy talking about it? Yeah, absolutely. And look, it, it, on the night, it was, you know, it was something that was, yeah, four goals in a quarter and um, all it sort of did was get us to preliminary final week and, and sort of then, you know, win, go down in Melbourne and beat St Kilda and then, you know, take on West Coast, our great rival again and, and win a premiership and then that sort of part of the story comes and then, yeah. again, as I said, sort of the years down the track, the amount of people that... Um, that, that do come up and, and say, oh, even thank you. And <laughs> I, I was in the, I was in the noble stand, or I was in the members, or I was in the barongo with my my late dad. I've had people want to play the last quarter at their dad's funeral because it was the greatest game of football they've ever seen. That's and awesome. It, it's it, like the the the, the 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 stories that I've been that I've been told by people. Um, all around, as I said, uh, football people and all around the world where they were has made it even more special for, for yeah. me hearing that, you know, what people have said about it. So, it's, um, yeah, it's definitely something that, um, uh, it, it's something, yeah, that, um, I, yeah, I, I do get to talk about it a lot, especially when the, uh, the Swans play the Cats. I think it's something too that just the average, average punter, average mug footballer we relate to is, and that's what we look back at sort of our teams and running around the local parks that something special happens and it's what we talk about for the rest of our lives sort of thing. So uh, I'm glad it gives you joy talking about it and that you've got some real good feedback from it. Yeah, it does. And uh, look, I think, and um, look, I've obviously got Hutto to thank as well, Anthony Hudson. Yeah. He, he did a really good job um, on that. And I've got um, him to thank some people yelling out the Nick Davis, Nick Davis. I see it, but I don't believe it. Sort of <laughs> you know, around the streets and whatnot. So 
He did. Um, Just he did embrace it, mate. Yeah, embrace it. Yeah, I did. He did a good job, Hunter. I appreciate. Um, I appreciate. Uh, the commentary that he put to it. Oh, fantastic. Hey, Nick, it was great to go down memory lane, mate. I Thanks, really buddy. enjoyed it. So thank you so much for giving us some of your time. No worries, guys. Hopefully the game on uh, Friday night can be just as good as that one. Yes, I hope so. Thanks, Nick. No worries, guys. Thank you. Nick Davis there, former Sydney Premiership player and, yeah, four goals in a last quarter of a semi-final in 2005 against the Cats.